Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy. A whole new century is coming, Louie. And Mr. Vargo wants every member of his family to make it a priority to erase this weirdo. This guy is a professional. Going after him could be very dangerous. Better him than you, right, Louis? Every day without fail, one should consider himself as dead. They're gonna whack you, Ghost Dog. If they don't find you, they're gonna whack me instead. Get the message off. If a samurai's head were to be suddenly cut off, he should still be able to perform one more action with certainty. What is that supposed to mean? It's poetry. The poetry of war. I've been expecting you. It all starts with the pad and get you. Again, we were watching this rap session. Once again, on the run, need the black stagger. Who's dog? Did I hear it? Here you go. And bang your head. Pump. Ah. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Uh, we are continuing Ghostuary <laughs> with Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai. <laughs> Who's he, Steve? <laughs> Well, we'll get to that. But first. But first. We are I'm a little parched. far yeah. too sober to do this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. We have from Bohemian Brewing a GPA, German Pale Ale, 5% alcohol by volume. Ooh. Thank you for having it right on the label, Bohemian. Bohemian's awesome. They're here in uh, Midvale, Utah, and they make great beers. So let's pop this thing open. Yeah. Oh, my top. Nice. And the pour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful, Ooh. beautiful beer. Oh, so yeah. foamy. Yeah, you can, like, read a book through that thing. It's a great dark golden color. It's got an off-white creamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. <laughs> it's got, it, it's got like, German hop aroma. Not crazy strong. Little Good strong. You can smell the malty backbone on there. Yeah, good noble hops. Uh, yeah, a little like the Hellertail, like kind of the... Rainy, but also kind of earthy kind of notes, but very, very subtle, I guess, is the main yeah, thing. Yeah, it's nice because you definitely have the hop characteristics there without it being overwhelming. Yeah, it's got a little bit of that, yeah, like florally earthy notes to it. Delicious. Yeah. This is a great beer. Yeah, go check it out. Bohemian Brewery, Midvale, Utah. Woo! <laughs> Steve, 
Is it just weird? Did that trailer not do this movie justice? It really didn't. Um, but then we're talking 1999's Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai. Woo! A new millennium is upon us. That's right. From writer-director Jim Jarmusch. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he is, uh, he directed uh, some music videos for like Talking Heads, Tom Waits, Neil Young. Uh, then he did this. And then he also did Coffee and Cigarettes, uh, Broken Flowers, which is a Bill Murray movie I haven't seen, uh, Only Lovers Left Alive, um, and his new one is uh, that zombie movie The Dead Don't Die with uh, Bill Murray and uh, Kylo Ren. Okay. Have you, have you seen commercials of that one yet? Yeah. not. Yeah, kind of a limited release one, but uh, yeah, gets gets good reviews with his movies. Um, and of course, starring Forrest Whitaker as the titular ghost dog. <laughs> now forrest wicker academy award winner of yeah. last king of scotland and uh let's see what else has he been in battlefield earth why is that the second movie i think of when I think of forrest Whitaker? um but yeah he's in this movie um yeah the rizza about the only other person i really knew watching this movie uh but yeah music by the rizza which is you know always a good sign we got wu-tang yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Not gonna lie, hadn't seen this movie. Um, nope. All I knew is it was Forrest Whitaker as a samurai. Sold. That's all we needed to know. And it wasn't a comedy, and I was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> this is a serious drama about Forrest Whitaker as a samurai. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. I'm gonna go to college. <laughs> like when it came out. <laughs> uh, so we start out. Uh, we get uh, the credits through. Uh, I don't know. Pigeon Vision. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just flying over the town. Uh, I think they're in New Jersey or something like that, right? Honestly, I have no idea yeah. where they're supposed to be. I think, yeah, I think it'll be somewhere East Coast, you know, because yeah, Mafia and all that. felt East Coast, like, yeah, like New York, New Jersey, but honestly, for all I knew, it could be in Nebraska. <laughs> Is that true? It could be like Omaha or no. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Detroit? Detroit? No, it's not Detroit. Nah. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, Throughout this movie, there's like the the little, I don't know, chapter cards or something that'll pop up that are basically like lessons from the, uh, the, way of the, the ha- Hagakuri, I think was the, yeah. the name of the book. Uh, conservatively, the first 20 minutes of dialogue of this movie is just quotes from it. I, I really thought that was going to be the entire movie was just <laughs> Forrest Whitaker like quoting the book. You were pretty concerned about that. <laughs> I don't know if it was concerned. It, yeah, it was a little bit of concern. Yeah. It, not that it's bad. It's just like okay. Now what are we doing, guys? <laughs> what are we doing, Princess Carolyn? What are we doing? <laughs> but yeah, on a rooftop, uh, there's Forrest Whitaker, aka Ghost Dog. Uh, he lives in a cute little samurai esque shack on top of a high rise. Yeah, yeah, just in there taking care of the pigeons, you know, feeding them and yeah. reading books and cool stuff. Um, I, I think one of the lessons is like, you know, uh, to be a samurai, uh, you must meditate on being dead every day and just basically consider yourself dead. It's like, all right. I mean, you know, it's one way of looking at it, I guess. <laughs> uh, but he starts, uh, walking around town and there's a, uh, he, he walks up to a black sedan and he has like this little, it looks like a walkie talkie or something, but basically it's like, and it's how he, I guess he disarms his vehicle like a little alarm on it or something yeah uh but it also starts the vehicle which is 
Interesting. Yeah, auto start. Uh, I, I don't remember those being around in 99, but <laughs> well, <laughs> way ahead of time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those that you're supposed to sort of believe at the same time that he's an old master and follows all these old ways. Like, we will soon find out he only communicates via carrier pigeon, but also was a total, like, tech wizard and can, like, hack other people's vehicles and yeah. all of that. Yeah, and he's got his uh, his toolbox with uh, various uh, weapons and whatnot in it. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. He does, like, the, the hip-hop meditation, which is, I mean, that's how I used to do it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he goes to a house that's for sale. He's, like, eavesdropping on this old guy, this old Italian guy, and uh, and uh, just some random, like, 18-year-old chick just kind of hanging out in this house watching cartoons. Uh, they're both in their underwear. Oh, yeah. You think he is uh, doodling? Yes, because <sighs> we're going to find out that they had to put a hit out on that guy. Yep. They had to get rid of him. Turns out he was banging the boss's daughter. And she was into it, and Daddy was not into the fact that she was into it. (laughs) So uh, Ghost Dog pops up in the shadows, and uh, sees the girl over there, and she's, I don't know, dead to the fucking world. Just just no reaction. What is her character's... Uh, Personality. Well, so I thought she was, like, on drugs, but I think she was just, like, just not giving a shit about anything. Like, she's just checked out... Just kind of like out yeah. Of life in general. This is what happens. I'm just a thing that, you know, my dad and his friends kind of pass around. I don't have anything of my own. But then she's also got like the Rashomon book on her. Yeah. And she's kind of like, have you read this? It's really good. All right. <laughs> so he does a book exchange with her apparently. Um, but yeah, the next day, uh, yeah, the uh, carrier pigeon uh, delivers a message. Um, apparently there is a really big problem and uh, Ghost Dog needs to talk to his master immediately. Um, of course, his master is a guy named Louie, yeah. who's just kind of an aging... Mafia guy. He's, yeah, but, like a muscle guy or something. Yeah, right? yeah, uh, that's just it. He, he's, a mu- he's a muscle guy. He's not high up in the the hierarchy or anything. Yeah, we uh we we find out later in the movie how you know how this random guy Louie is uh Ghost Dog's master, but basically uh Ghost Dog was getting his ass whooped by like three or four guys. Yeah. And, and he uh, was about to get shot and Louie decided to shoot the kids instead. Yeah. And so it's like, "Oh, okay. Uh my my life is yours." And of course, yep. Louis, apparently Louie's also like really into like the hard Hagakuri and stuff like that, and I think he got into it after because he talks about how later that we find out that he saves Ghost Dog's life. Ghost Dog disappears for a couple of years and then basically returns as like an ultimate assassin and says like, "Hey, let me do your bidding because I owe you for saving my life." Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so so uh, I think he got into it because Ghost Dog was into it. Okay. Hey, that, that that makes a little more sense. All right. So yeah, the next day he goes to uh, to see Louis. Um, and apparently Louis like had to go see his boss and like two other guys who I guess were also regional. 
I don't know, regional managers of the mafia or something. <laughs> and basically like, uh, yeah, the guy got killed, but uh, the daughter wasn't on a bus heading out of town or whatever. So you're kind of fucked. She wasn't supposed to be there. She was supposed to already be on a bus. So she saw the assassination so she can identify the hitman and basically oh, and then, and then the hitman would turn them in, or could potentially turn them, them in into the and... boss for killing yeah i don't know it's yeah, yeah it's sort of convoluted and, and basically louis like you don't have to worry about this guy like don't even worry about it and they're like nah man it's either we get rid of him or we get rid of you which is one of the first problems i sort of like have with this movie is like okay the boss put a hit out on this guy okay so you're for banging your daughter uh-huh and then you're mad that your daughter saw the hit? Who's yeah. she going to tell? Because she's a mob boss's daughter. Who's your assassin going to tell? Because you paid him to do the hits. Yeah. Why, like, this This shouldn't be a conflict right here. It shouldn't be. Unless but, there's something I missed in this movie. But but plot, babe. It's got to, there's got to be some sort of reason why there's a lot of, uh, a lot of bodies going after Ghost Dog. See, there's other ways they could have done it. There's always other ways. Yeah, so, yeah, so they gotta kill Ghost Dog, okay, whatever. Oh, there, there was the one thing where, like, Ghost Dog's, like, walking around town, and he sees this guy who's, like, about to get mugged, uh, like, putting groceries in his car or whatever, but then he does, like, like sets the groceries down, does, like, a spitting back kick, and he, like, clocks yeah. the mugger, and it's like, oh, shit, nice. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, there's some cool martial arts, which you would expect from a samurai movie. Yeah, right? Well, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we get the, yeah, the backstory about the, the arrangement between Louis and Ghost Dog. Uh, we get a little training montage on the rooftop. Uh, uh, there's a scene where he's like feeding the, the pigeons in the park. Yeah. And uh, he meets uh, meets a nosy little kid. What, what's her name? Like Praline or? It's something Praline. like Praline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, hold on, I got it written down here. Pierline. 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 I was close. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Pierline, um, they introduce each other, and of course, she's, she's like, what's your name? Ghost Dog. Ghost Dog. That's a weird fucking name. <laughs> That's a girl's name. No. <laughs> it's pronounced Edith. No. Um, <laughs> wrong movie, Steve! Coming soon, Patreon exclusive! Woo! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they do basically do a little uh, book club exchange where... Um, that's right, he gives her the Rashomon book, and she gives him some other one. I don't think I've written down here. Um, but then they go and meet this uh, this ice cream guy who, I guess, yeah. is from Haiti or something. He just speaks French. Only speaks French. <laughs> now. Because she, she doesn't want to take the book from Ghost Dog. She's like, my mama says, you don't talk to nobody. You live all alone. You ain't got no friends. You're weird and creepy, and kids shouldn't speak to you. And he's like, no, I got lots of friends. Here, meet my best friend in the whole world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but and he, and he uh, the guy just speaks French to everybody, mm-hmm. but they nobody understands him. But it's always he's out there living his best life, man. Yeah, well, he, uh, and what I really like about it is they're like talking to one another, not understanding one another, and saying the exact same. It's the exact same thing. I actually yeah. kind of like. I'm, I won't lie. I kind of liked that. I wish yeah. I could uh, afford wish... to fix this truck. Like, yeah, hey, you should really think about fixing this truck. And they're just not understanding yeah. one another. <laughs> Yeah, yeah well, it just shows that they they don't have to be able to to speak the same language to be on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember there's like some some description where uh, mm. or like like the girls like asking about the ghost dog thing, and uh, uh, she says something like, "You're more like a bear," I think. And then I'm like, 
Ghost Bear. Ghost Bear! That, that would actually be a pretty cool name, too. You should yeah, have done that. Yeah, but, but uh, see, he's the dog because he has a master? I don't know. And a bear has no master? You can't. Do you guess. try to be the master of a bear, Steve? I, I do. I get him to play the accordion. I uh, mm. put a little funny hat and vest on him. And how soon before you get eaten? <laughs> I haven't got me yet. <laughs> Little ghost teddy bear. Ooh, ghost spooky. Bear. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, they're sitting there talking to the the French guy in his ice cream truck, um, and then there's a you know the, the two old mafia guys uh, show up, and they're basically like, "Hey, you ghost dog? Yeah." Ka-ka-ka, ka-ka-ka, and they start trying trying to shoot him. Why does it feel? Oh, it's wait, like wait, it wait. Took us So much longer to get to that scene. No, wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. This is uh, I'm sorry. Incorrect. We cut to a rooftop. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Say the first couple times they have to go to a rooftop and they like oh they kill pairs like of twos. seven or eight guys before they get to actual ghost dog. Yeah, yeah. The first guy's like like a big like Indian guy. Yeah, and they're like, you go by ghost dog, and he's just kind of saying they're like, what. <laughs> like is this guy even speak english oh, or something then, like yes then, i speak english yeah and then the <laughs> italians have a super racist conversation about how uh black guys they use a different term and uh indians they use a different term are basically the same so yeah maybe it's the same guy yeah basically the, the description they got from louis was like oh yeah he's a big black guy lives on a rooftop yeah feeds so, pigeons yeah and so they go basically to every rooftop where there's pigeons and if there happens to be a large person with a little bit of melanin in their skin they're, they're getting shot yeah they're like ah better safe than sorry clack 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 so yeah they they kill a couple of the wrong guys Oh yeah, this, this is where Ghost Dog goes and meets up with Louie because he's like, oh that's right, because they they like fucked up his house or whatever. Like they, oh yeah, fucked up his shack, killed all of his pigeons and shit. Yeah, he comes back to his pigeons all being dead. Yeah, so he goes and meets up with Louie and like what the, what's oh, go- except going for the on? One, his one little buddy. The one oh that he yeah, yeah sent the, to Louie. Yeah, the one messenger pigeon guy. But yeah, so, so yeah, so he goes to talk to Louie, and you know Louie is like with another guy, like basically looking for him. Yeah. And he's like, what's the situation? Like, you need to get out of here and, you know, you, you got to do it quick. I, I you know, we, we got to yeah, try. I can't to... protect you anymore. Yeah. So he ends up shooting the uh, the other guy that was with him, uh, Marini. And then Louie's like, oh, shit, they're never going to believe me that this was like an accident or something. So Ghost Dog shoots Louie. Yeah. But just wounds him. Just shoots him, yeah. like, in the shoulder. <laughs> Even though Louie's like, kill me, kill me. They're never going to believe me that you let me live and stuff like that. But you're my master. I can't possibly... <laughs> Ah, fuck my shoulder! <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> son of a whore! Oh, and, uh, like, he, he, he has, like, a, you know, a, a gun, but it has, like, the silencer on it. Yeah. And he always holsters it like it's a katana, like, swinging around a little bit, and then the holster. Yeah. And he's like, that's a little much, but hey, it's it's your way. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> At least not, like, holding it to the side and trying to shoot it. That's, yeah. that's always accurate. Oh, that's right, and uh, him and the French guy like go to a rooftop and they see the guy building the boat they see a guy building a boat he's like why is he building the boat he's no he's not gonna be able to take that anywhere how's he even get it off the roof and uh and turns out it's another haitian guy who or at least the guy who speaks french because they're like hey what how are you gonna get that down and he's just like well god will provide yeah but in french yeah was it french or spanish i have no idea actually yeah yeah i don't know oh well yeah yeah name yeah, so yeah, th- that was a scene, but you know, yeah, 
there's a lot of I don't know, a lot of metaphor. Where does that scene there. go, Steve? <laughs> Nowhere. No. Now there's a lot of metaphor I where really it's like, hey, that boat to play into the. End. I was totally expecting like the final fight to be either on that boat or it's like <laughs> I don't know. He cuts a rope or something and it slides off the roof and crushes yeah, somebody. Yeah, something. But this isn't that movie, babe. Uh, I'm not sure what movie this is. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry. This is when he returns home and finds his whole place has been fucked up, uh, apparently. Yes. Sorry, so so now he's got to kill the mob. Yeah, I mean, they killed his pigeons. I mean, that's the only that's the only way samurai can get revenge. That's right. So he goes, uh, goes to where a bunch of mobsters are just hanging out watching Felix the Cat. Okay, cool. Yeah, the old-timey cartoons are in this a lot for oh. no reason. Yeah, when the new cartoons are like Season 2 Simpsons, Ren and, uh, Itchy and Scratchy yeah, cartoons. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Everything else is like, yeah, Felix the Cat, there's like Looney Tunes, all kinds of shit. But yeah, but, but all, all the mobsters are there and uh, the messenger pigeon pops up and uh, like reads an inscription like, what, what the hell is that supposed to mean? It's poetry. Of war. Oh, is this uh, before or after we get the old white guys talking about rappers? And we found out that one of them is a huge, uh, oh god, uh, Flava Flav fan. I, yeah, I think I think that was mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah, I think it was in the original thing when he's when they're telling Louis that the, you know we got to kill the the hitman or something. Yeah, someone was like, yeah, that's my you know what my favorite is Flava Flav, Public Enemy. <sighs> and he starts uh, spitting lyrics. <laughs> uncomfortable basically from there he's driving around uh ghost dog is driving around town in a sedan um and this is the scene where like <laughs> I, I don't know they he like i couldn't tell if he was fighting found like a john and a prostitute or just a couple walking down the street but like pulls over yeah and like takes them into the alley and steals their clothes or at least his clothes and yeah, takes hers just in case. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that whole scene was about either. Well, it's to, I know it's to get him in like a like a flashy suit that was in his size for yeah. the next part. But but yeah, it was just kind of like, excuse me, guys, you in the alley? Oh shit! Ah! And I was like, oh fuck, is he gonna pop these randos or is there history here? But, yeah, uh, that did not feel very samurai to me. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then he like switches the license plates with another yeah. car at the park, and uh, yeah, pulls up at the this mob mansion. I guess. Oh yeah. Initially, he's like staking it out, like with a sniper rifle, and um, he's about to like pop the main guy, but then like a robin lands in in the way of his sight oh, and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, and he has a whole like commuting with fucking nature scene. <laughs> like, oh okay. I guess I have to get a little closer. Thank you. Thanks for saving me. I'm <laughs> like, oh. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then he gets in the car with the switch plates, and he's in the flashy suit. Pulls up, hi, Bob Solo, uh, realtor. I have an appointment with Mr. Uh, Scaramucci. I don't, know, I don't remember what his name is. But, um, <laughs> and the guy's like, all right, wait right here. We'll check with Mr. Scarducci. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Uh, hold on a sec. Yeah. We finally get some action finally in this movie. getting some action. He's going through, like, I don't know, gun cutting of stuff. Conservatively three hours into the goddamn movie, we finally get some action. <laughs> so so I wake Izzy up so she can watch. And, no, I'm <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, they, they get, 
<laughs> they get to like some of the 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 like regional manager guys or whatever, yeah. and the one really old guy stands and goes, "Jesus, it's the fucking Birdman!" and he just yeah. has a fucking heart attack and dies. Yeah, the super racist guy. <laughs> yeah, been the most racist. That was actually kind of an awesome scene. <laughs> uh, so he yeah kills a shit ton of people. Uh, ends up shooting Louie again in the exact same spot in the shoulder. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you shot me at the same fucking spot. I don't mean you no disrespect. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. He says it like five or six times in this movie. Like, I mean no disrespect. Ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so after, you know, just killing everybody in the mansion, except Louie and wounding him, uh, drives back. Uh, along the way back to town, he sees uh, there's some hunters on the side of the road. They've uh, shot a black bear and killed it. Yeah, where are they? Where hunters are in between the ghetto and the the palatial estates with bears? And, and, and that's why I'm like, is it Jersey? D- does Jersey have black bears? I mean, is it Ohio well, or something? They, they do say there's not a lot of black bears around. In fact, there ain't a lot of black boys out there either. Maybe they should put his head on their mantle. Yeah. So, uh, he handles that as one should. And, And, uh, there's a whole samurai bit about, uh, bears should be treated as men. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In ancient cultures, bears were treated as equals of men. Well, this ain't no ancient culture, son. (laughs) They're all like, oh, may I put your head on the mantle, too, if you don't keep driving. (laughs) Yuck, yuck. Yeah. The the one guy's like driving uh, Louis to the hospital because like oh f- we gotta get the fuck out of here everybody's yeah. gonna try to kill us and blah 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 and then uh, they get pulled over by the lady cop yeah lady cop lady cop's like uh, excuse me uh, yeah sorry I gotta I gotta get my friend to the hospital he's really sick what happened to your arm sir <laughs> Jesus you just killed the fucking cop yeah we don't have time for this shit we got time for cab questions <laughs> we gotta get out of here Morty we don't have time for this. <laughs> Vin dies after his hashtag woke moment. What was he saying when he died? Uh, he he definitely says something about like maybe we need to go back to the old ways and respecting men or something. I don't know. I yeah, don't yeah, know something about you know maybe maybe the the way we've been doing things is wrong. Maybe we need to be more inclusive or something like that. Yeah. And then he like instantly dies, and it's like, uh, okay, that was fun. Oh, by the way, they also have the boss's daughter in the back seat. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They're trying to get the boss's daughter out of there, and he's got shot. Like, all right, I'm going to drop you off the hospital, and we'll go to a safe house. That's right. That's right. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, because she looks horrified for, like, half a second and then goes back to doing her fucking nails. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's a dead body. Huh. (laughs) Yeah, so so Ghost Dog returns, uh, steals a jaguar. Oh, Uh, Jesus, he has a big cat? Yeah. <laughs> you thought those black bears were rare. <laughs> Where does this go? Where he, he, he like cuts the TV lines to I don't know, honestly, the next thing I can remember is uh him giving the suit to his new French his French friend. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah, still the Jaguar goes he like cuts the the TV lines to the the mansion where the oh, the guy who likes Flava right. Flav is yeah. like Yeah. Oh, that's right. Getting ready for the night yeah, on the he, town. Yeah. He's got to go kill a couple of uh good old boys before he yeah, goes just, back to see his French buddy. Just, just a few more he's got to tap out. So we yeah. get the 
the scene where he's like sneaking in like through the garage yeah. and like under through the pipes unscrews the sink yeah <laughs> and then the, the the guy's like you know in the, in the bathroom like getting ready singing flavor flave and like looks down like what, what's going on down there two right in the dome um <laughs> Um, I I liked the concept of this. That's not how sinks work. No, no, it's not. But like, not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the weird scene where like Ghost Dog's just walking down the street and he runs into the RZA, but it's like a, just oh, he's like in yeah, full but... camouflage and he's like Ghost Dog, peace and serenity, or something like that. Yeah, and there's like an a, a ballad playing in the background, yeah. and well, it's the guy that does the music for the movie i know it's just like it's a weird scene that kind of comes out of nowhere and goes where does it go steve in opposite directions nowhere (laughs) (laughs) but you know the the riz is in the movie which is always a good sign yeah and he has a speaking role so we know he got uh he got paid uh more than the minimum yeah Uh, what's one bad movie the riz is in i mean brick mansions awesome you're right. The um, Riz is only in the finest. The, the man finest with the film. iron fist. Yeah, awesome. Um, I'm sure there are others. <laughs> the Riz has made movies, is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's right. Then Louis goes to see the ice cream man. But this is. Oh yeah. But this is after Ghost Dog has like left his uh, suit. Uh, like went over there and like left his suit and stuff, and basically is like, "Hey, if anybody comes around asking for me, you don't know me." uh blah 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 you know i I gotta yeah i gotta get ghost (laughs) yeah but he gives so he gives the haitian guy the suit and the haitian guy's like oh they they both basically say in their different languages like oh i know some i bet you know some haitian tailors oh the suit is good it's too big for me but i know some haitian tailors yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah so louis shows up and he's basically like and the the little girl shows up because he gets the book back from the little girl oh that's right that's right yeah and she's like i liked it but it was weird um i like the first couple chapters though they they really spoke to me yeah oh the first chapter is my favorite too because yeah he gives uh ghost dog gives her the the way of the the samurai book oh yeah the the hagakuri Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah they do the other the book exchange there louis shows up Fills in uh, allegedly more of the backstory of why Louis his master, but it's like, yeah, we we already know this part. I guess it's very important that Louis killed the guys as opposed to just helped him. I I don't know, but 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 yeah, like the, the doing again part. I'm just like, yeah, we know. Move on, guys. Yeah, we saw this. Um, so they have like a little standoff in the street, mm-hmm. but Ghost Dog's like, Louis, I, I I'm not gonna shoot you, man. Uh, that that's not that's not our way. Yeah, and, and Louis's like, no, you don't understand. If I don't kill you and bring your head to the boss, I'm going to die. This girl's going to die. Everyone's going to die. Yeah, I love how he even says, like, this is the final shootout. Very dramatic. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, is, it, is that a placeholder? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so Ghost Dog doesn't fight back. Louis pops him a couple times. He starts bleeding out. He starts, and, keeps walking towards Louie. Yep. Louie just keeps shooting. And then he reaches in his pocket. No, shit! And pulls out the Rashomon book. No, give this to the daughter. It was hers. <sighs> Ghost Dog has passed. Oh, boy, he passed a lot of things. No, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to Pierline uh, later, back at her house. Mm. First, Louis gets back in the car. Boss's daughter is in the back seat. They take off. She 
she goes, hey, what's that in your hand? That's my book. No, no, no. Some black guy had this book. This isn't your book. No, this is my book. Look, it even has the folded page where I left off. Oh. Huh. I guess I'm going to take over the family now. <laughs> Am I a mob boss now? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm your top guy now, too. What do you call it? A mafioso or something? <laughs> you know, obviously Pearline and uh, uh, the ice cream guy, they're... They're they're pretty upset because obviously yeah. Ghost Dog shot down broad daylight, no sirens to be heard ever. Um, <laughs> um, so like the next day or a week later or something like that, we see Pierline back at her house, just sitting on the floor in the kitchen as her mom's like you know cooking dinner or whatever around her, and she's reading the Hagi Curry, and she's digging that shit. Yeah, she is. She is into this. Roll credits. Wait, no, not roll credits. Ghost Dog gives her some ghostly advice. He appears in her mixing bowl over her shoulder. Because she's sitting on the floor in the kitchen. And there's like the mixing bowls behind her. Ghost Dog's face appears in the mixing bowls. Remember, Steve? Because I was saying, wait, he can appear in bowls now? No, I don't recall that. You don't recall that? No. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, his ghostly face appears in the mixing bowls to give her like one last lesson. No, I don't remember that at all, babe. <laughs> that was like the last scene. That last, the, the, she's reading the chapter. She looks up uh, you know, and she hears his voice in her head and his face appears in the mixing bowl. Oh, I must have been writing something down when the face popped in the mixing bowl. Because, yeah, I heard him like narrating it and I just figured it was like her reading it and, you know. Oh, his face like appears in the mixing bowls behind her. Wow. I think what they were trying to go for is like just like his sort of like ghostly image like behind her but the way it's framed he appears in the mixing bowls <laughs> <laughs> oh so yeah roll credits after that yeah. uh wu-tang on the outro yeah that's ghost dog way of the samurai yeah babe would you recommend this movie Ooh, this is a hard one it's not a bad movie but it's not a great movie it's it's, it's very long if you're expecting a samurai movie. Samurai shit go down like all the time. Or a ghost dog movie or a Forrest Whitaker movie. Yeah. If you're looking for an award-winning movie, I think this is your your movie. It's very it's slower paced than you might expect when you hear samurai in the title. But yeah, definitely not horrible. Like it's 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 a, it's a good movie. Just not yeah. overly entertaining, but there's definitely good bits about it. Like I, I love it, you know, to have the discipline to like live the way of the samurai and everything, like I, I, I respect all that. Oh yeah. Fortunately, just not what I was expecting. Maybe yeah. on second viewing, I'll like it more, or this, maybe the slower parts will bug me more. I don't know. This movie <laughs> felt like an award season movie. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was definitely like premiered at con and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, this felt like oh, this is how we get Forrest Whitaker his Oscar. No, well, I guess Last King of Scotland's probably a year or two after this. Eh. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I, I'd recommend but, I mean, it. Why not? Check yeah. it out. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> and when we come back, Ooh. we have more beer, Ooh. fun facts, what? and what we learn from Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. Hi, this is Tony, the host of the Flix X-Ray podcast. 
Each week, I am joined by guests. Hello. Yo. Why, hello there. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. And we have a roundtable discussion where we dig deep and x-ray a bunch of our favorite films and some really terrible ones, too. We really like to go back and take a look at films that may be forgotten, maybe in the past, and still lovable films. If you want, you can follow us on all the major platforms, iTunes, Google, Stitcher. If you want to find out more, you can find us online at www.flixxray.com. And you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram if you want to reach out to us. Good night, Internet. This is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, Links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points are a companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hey everybody, this is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding! Oh, she said it! Ah! <laughs> I'm a little parched, baby. I have the sweet beverages there? I do. I have from Uinta Brewing Company a doobie. <laughs> <laughs> no doobies in this movie. You're right. Nobody gets high in this movie. Yeah, what the it's hell? It's a movie with... A, a movie with the Rizzo where no one gets high? Yeah, no shit. At least not on screen. Well, oh, people were definitely high making this movie. <laughs> this is an Imperial Black IPA brewed with hemp seeds. 9.3% alcohol by volume. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to pop my top. Ooh, I bet this, I think this is the same ABV as uh, as little girl's ages in this movie. <laughs> 9.3? The pour? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my top. Oh, sorry. Oh, my top. <laughs> yeah, this is a beautiful dark ale. It's got a, it's got nice caramely colored highlights. Yes, Nathan, it's a very dark pale ale. Sorry, it's not a pale ale. Uh, it's, an, it's an India pale ale. Uh, it's an Imperial Black IPA. Yeah, IPA stands for pale ale. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Stop. I don't know what's no. happening. Look at those cats. <laughs> 
Yeah, look at those cats just licking each other. Yeah. Don't you like watching pussy get licked? Mm. <laughs> mm, man, the aroma on this beer. <laughs> yeah. So this this is actually, like, it smells hoppy and a little roasty. Ooh. Yeah. Nice, well-rounded. Yeah. Like, chocolatey and, yeah, roasty and... Yeah, a little hoppy. This mm. is delicious. I like this beer, Steve. I will have a doobie anytime. <laughs> yeah, puff puff pass. <laughs> All right, who wants some fun facts? Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun fun facts. You're a look. It is. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> what do you think the critics gave this movie? Oh, see, this feels like this feels like 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 critic bait. So I'm gonna say ninety. Eighty-two percent. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what about the audience score? Uh, this feels like something dumb people think is important. So I'm going to say 90. 86%. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, babe, do you recommend this movie? I do. But no, this is a perfect example of the kind of movie where, like, it's a good movie. Yeah. It sort of feels more important than it kind of is. Yeah, yeah. And so dumb people will watch this movie and be like, oh, no, man, it's all about going back to the way of the samurai. Like, you just didn't get it. You just didn't get it's it. It's all about honor and code, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and yeah, it's like, well, he's living the life. That, okay. You don't get it. Forrest Whitaker's ghost dog is my spirit animal. <laughs> Your spirit is a ghost dog? I mean, like, yes. that does make a lot of sense, but... Like, that's what I, how I want to live. I just want to, like, live on a roof with some pigeons and just, like, kill people for money. But it's not about the killing. If your cousin Jeff I... lived on a roof raising pigeons, would that be his dream? Uh, I don't think he actually likes pigeons that much. Or birds well, in no, general. No. Um, or, I'm sorry, chickens. Living on a roof and not having anybody tell him what to do? Yes. Okay. Hey, well, Jeff. I know you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. $3.3 million budget. Worldwide gross, 9.3. So, yeah. All right. Made money. A little profit. Yeah. Uh, Jim Jarmusch stated in an interview that he wrote the role of Ghost Dog specifically for Forrest Whitaker. And if Whitaker didn't take the role, the film probably would not have been made. See, I don't believe that second part. <laughs> yeah. Like, who, who would you have in Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai? Obviously, Ghostface Killer. You've already got the RZA. That's true. You could do that. <laughs> I, I mean, Wesley Snipes. He's around. Yeah. Uh, in 1999, <laughs> yeah, is he? Yeah. He's doing Blade movies. He's not in jail? Not yet. Okay. Yeah, Wesley Snipes could have done Wesley Snipes could have done it. Michael J. White? Yeah, Michael J. White could have done this movie. Killed yeah. it. Well, what could have been, I guess. No. Will Smith. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yep. Jaden Smith. Oh wait, he wasn't born yet. <laughs> uh, they call him Cipher Wage. Alright, in several scenes in the movie, the main character can be seen wearing a shirt that has Chinese writing on it. The text is from the Qing Dynasty and means all things are permanent. This is the rule of creation and destruction. Once created, already extinguished. Silently ending is the path to happiness. So uplifting. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and of course, the man in camouflage whom Ghost Dog meets on his way to the park towards the end of the movie is the RZA, who composed the original score for the movie. 
Shocker, but we already yeah. knew that. Yeah. <laughs> so, babe. Save. What did we learn from Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai? That when a samurai dies, he can appear in your kitchen bowls. <laughs> <laughs> the most important part of the movie, Steve missed it. I See, Steve, have, I yeah. feel like you just didn't get this movie. It's really about, like, samurais yeah. coming home and cooking a good meal for their families. Even if they're dead, they have to cook that one last meal. That's right. <laughs> um, I learned, passenger pigeons have been extinct since 1914. It's true. Passenger pigeons are extinct. <laughs> that, that is a true fact. I learned that uh, Italian mafiosas are even more racist than I thought they were. And I thought they were pretty racist. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is a movie, but for real. Um, <laughs> I also learned the way of the samurai is to live moment by moment. For each moment is fleeting and, sh- and should be considered as the last. Or, uh, and you're already dead. Quote. Yeah. Oh, and you're already dead. Yeah, that, that's also very important. <laughs> I learned that uh, little girls living in the ghetto love to read books about uh, how samurais kill people. Yeah, I also learned a super cool way to put my gun away. And I learned that to sell ice cream, you don't have to speak English. Hell no, everybody loves ice cream. <laughs> you can also shoot people through uh, sinkholes. Oh, Steve, there might be something problematic with that one. Well, in our house, but, you know, we're not in Jersey or Ohio or wherever they're supposed to be. No, no, we are not. We're not in uh, downtown. <laughs> downtown everyone's waiting in your sinkhole <laughs> i think the sink is clogged no no don't look <laughs> it's always a sniper that's why we send the rototiller the oh, i the, thought it was here <laughs> that's why we send the uh what is it called the rotorooter down that hole first oh the snake that's why we send it Blade first. <laughs> well, babe. Steve. Thank you for watching Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai with me. Thank you for watching Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai with me. If I were looking for some of your amazing art, where would I be able to find it? Ooh, you can find that over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. I've all kinds of fun stuff over there. You should go check it out. Many of you already have, and I appreciate it. Well, you have a lot of dog pictures and stuff up there, don't you? Nope. Oh. <laughs> so if I were looking for a ghost dog, you wouldn't have it there? Uh, I don't. But I do have it over on my... I do have every American Kennel Club dog breed over on my Redbubble under oh. Izzy Creates. I-Z-Z-Y-C-R-E-A-T-E-S. Like a chubby girl who likes to make stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hell of a saleswoman. (laughs) Put that on the (laughs) t-shirt. But yeah, I did. I I watercolored every single American Kennel Club dog breed. In fact, I just had a scammer t-shirt company uh, offer to give me exposure if I let them use my dog breeds for their custom t-shirts. I told them, uh, I'm so sorry, no. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> and of course, you can find us at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Uh, we have our free movie nights at uh, every second Wednesday at Brewies in Ogden. Yeah, what's the next one coming up, Steve? Uh, let's see. The next one would be February 12th. <gasps> and we'll be showing Tales from the Crypt Demon Night. <laughs> <laughs> 
Boom. Uh, yeah, fucking fucking Billy Zane's great in that movie. Oh my god, Billy Zane is the devil. So good. <laughs> so, I mean, spoiler alert? Yeah, come have fun with us. It's a, it's a great fucking movie. We have a great time out there. Yeah. It's like right before Valentine's Day. To... Yeah. No, it's... Wait, no, you're right. It is right before. I know. I know I'm right. You, yeah, ain't baby, got, you ain't gotta tell me. I know I'm right. Aw, <laughs> it's just about the anniversary of when Steve proposed to me. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and I thought he was giving he was gonna eat a pickle. Uh your cat? Nope, like an actual pickle. Uh we've told that story on this your podcast. We have. She thought the wedding ring was a pickle. I thought the wedding ring was a pickle, and I thought my husband was gonna be an asshole and eat it in front of me. Yep. <laughs> Aww. Aww, romance. Indeed. So yeah. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. So you seriously didn't see after I said, oh look, his head's, are, head's in the mixing bowls? Are we saying something like that when I was like right now? Like, wait, what? But then like Wu-Tang started playing and it was like, ah, I'm distracted. <laughs> <laughs>